to all of you who have listened, shared and connected with me, thank you. I started Empower with Mahi because my deepest passion is for women to feel empowered. My new business, Organize Her, is no different. The tools we create are designed to give the busy woman back her peace of mind by helping her keep her shit together and get stuff done. Our vision is for women everywhere to feel in control of their lives, confident within themselves, and have enough time for everything that matters to them. And I am so excited to announce that Organize Her has officially launched and our productivity planner is available now at our website in addition to our digital moneymaker budget tracker. Those of you who have followed along throughout 2023 know how much time and thought has gone into these productivity planners and I know I am totally biased because this is my baby but I am completely obsessed with the planner and I know you will be too. Our website link is in the description organizeher.co and from the bottom of my heart thank you for inspiring me to fulfill my purpose for your ongoing support and for being a part of this journey with me. and welcome to Empower, the podcast that has one sole purpose, which is to inspire you to live your best life as your best self. My name is Mahi Sorensen. I'm a lawyer, girl power advocate, grown independent woman, of course. I'm obsessed with self-love and personal development. So now I'm also the host of this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I will do my best to make sure that you can take something meaningful from this podcast and apply it to your everyday life. But for now, I am about to become your personal hype woman because it is my purpose to empower and I hope to do the same for you. Hello, hello, hello. Today we're keeping it short and sweet and I want to talk about something that I've been asked about for quite a few years now. There's one question that I get regularly and that question is, how are you so confident? Every time I get this question, the... 10-year-old in me pinches herself because I never used to be. In fact, I remember as a child and into my adolescence, I was cripplingly insecure. I was a self-conscious kid, more or less raised like an only child because I've said it before, my half-brothers are a lot older than me. I was also a lot younger than my cousins and we didn't really have any family living near us, so I never really interacted with kids outside of school. My parents had me later in life and they were the people I was around most of the time. So it meant I naturally have always been an older soul. And I found it hard to relate to kids my age. I was always told that I was really mature for my age. In fact, I still get told that because I grew up a lot faster than everyone else. I'm grateful for that, to be honest. I'm grateful for that upbringing. But what all of this meant is that I was incredibly awkward as a kid and right up until I was about 15 or 16 which became the point that I started breaking free of that awkwardness and tried to really embody the independent, self-assured, confident woman that I wanted to be when I grew up. The first thing I did, and don't ask me why or how I came to this because I don't know, but we all know the term fake it till you make it. I took that phrase and made it my internal motto. In fact, actually, now that I'm saying this, I think I do know why I took that phrase and made it my path to confidence. So let me just segue for a bit and explain why. If you know me now or if you follow me on social media, you know that I've got two dogs and they are the light of my life and my sun and my stars and my moon and everything in between. I love them with my whole being. But I used to be terrified of dogs and I was terrified of dogs for two reasons. Number one, I had a pet cat that I grew up with, so dogs were never really on my radar as animals that I was interested in. 
And also I'm a Leo, so I feel like I have this natural pull towards felines. And number two, my mum is terrified of dogs, so it was primarily an inherited fear from mum. When I was a kid, I would go to a friend's house and mum would be visibly nervous when she would bring me to the door and hear a dog barking behind it, bless her. And then I would become visibly nervous because if my mum's scared, I'm going to be scared too. And obviously dogs can sense fear, so it was always like a moderately stressful situation. I would get over it after a few minutes once my parents had left, but I remember being really embarrassed because my friends and their parents would always be trying to reassure me that the dog wasn't going to hurt me and I hated looking vulnerable and I felt stupid and I felt silly. One day, I assume I was watching TV, but I heard fake it till you make it. And I decided that I was sick of being scared of dogs and that I was going to fake it until I made it and I was not going to be scared anymore. I might have been eight, but I was determined. And from that point onwards, no matter how scared I was of a dog, I would repeat in my head, fake it till you make it, fake it till you make it, over and over and over again. Whenever I saw a dog or was near a dog, and then one day, I just wasn't scared anymore. So let me get back to the point of the story. I now had evidence that this fake it till you make it mindset worked for me, because it helped me get over the fear of dogs that I had. So I took that notion on board and decided that this mindset was also going to be how I become the confident woman that I want to grow up to be. So every time I was in a situation where I felt awkward and I wanted to disappear, I would remind myself, fake it till you make it. And I would do the opposite of what I felt like doing and take on this fake confidence and pretend that I had it. This was a process that took years. It definitely wasn't a one-time thing. But eventually I became very good at meeting and approaching new people, talking openly about things that made me feel awkward before, public speaking, taking up spaces and places where I hadn't feel like I belonged, doing and saying how I felt regardless of whether it was necessarily acceptable or appropriate. In fact, when I think back now, I suspect that I was probably pretty obnoxious at times, but what I was doing was replicating what I perceived to be confidence at an overinflated and exaggerated level so that it started feeling normal to me. Of course, by the time I mastered this, I was around 20 years old and was known to those around me as someone who radiated confidence. I liked that because I wanted that energy to rub off on people around me, especially women, and I wanted them to feel as good about themselves as they thought I felt about me. I still feel that way. In fact, it's why I started this podcast. I want women to feel good about themselves. And I hope that in this podcast, I can provide some tools to empower women to get to know themselves better and in turn, use those tools to learn and grow and thrive to become even better versions of themselves. I live for that. I live for helping a woman realize she's worth the whole world and more and developing self-confidence is a big part of that. The slight problem with all of this is that I had established this reputation of being a confident woman and sometimes I believed that to be the case. I was confident with my body and my socially acceptable achievements, but looking back now, a lot of this confidence was fed greatly by external validation. I was only confident about certain parts of myself because someone would congratulate me or compliment me for it. On that basis, there still was and is to this day a lot of inner work going on to build true, authentic confidence that doesn't need to be proved to anyone. And that's what I want to get into now. It gets me thinking about how we define confidence. Too often, I think we assume that if someone is displaying extroverted qualities, like being comfortable meeting new people or socializing or expressing themselves, 
or those who are often loud and command the attention of a room, that it means that they're confident. Not true. I used to think that this was the case. And through my fake it till you make it phase, I tried to replicate what I perceived confidence to be. I now know too well that confidence is deeper than how the world perceives us to be or how we behave and interact with the world around us. Confidence is how you feel on the inside and how you feel on the inside isn't something that can be faked. I've had to spend a lot of time getting really honest with myself and my head about the source of my confidence and whether it serves me. I've had to unlearn some of the behaviors I displayed and the beliefs that I held which I use to enforce this portrayal of someone who is confident because all they did was feed my ego and actually had nothing to do with genuine true confidence. True confidence doesn't need to look a certain type of way or belong to someone who is extroverted or at least appears to be extroverted or opinionated or someone that isn't socially awkward. Confidence is an attainable quality for everyone. I need to point out, and this is what I've realized, is that Pretending to be confident will only get you so far. It's surface level, it's based on external validation, and you need to get deeper if you want to start unlocking true confidence. True confidence for me at the moment is knowing that I'm doing all I can to live a life that is as authentic to me as I can, and being the woman I aspire to be for the people that I love. All the body and achievement stuff of course is tied up in that, but I'm not relying on external validation anymore. Accepting that I'm always striving to be my best self is enough for me now. Confidence is something which doesn't need to be proved to anyone. It took me a little while to realize that, but if you ever feel like you need to prove your confidence or anything else for that matter to anyone, that in and of itself is an insecurity. Acknowledge it and think about whether that insecurity is something you are comfortable sitting with or whether it's something that you want to work on and then figure out what it is that you need to change. There is no quick fix when it comes to developing confidence within yourself. It is multifaceted. So far, I've built my confidence in stages. Firstly, I pretended that I had it. And once that appeared to be the case, I then relied on the physical external image of confidence that I projected as proof to the world that I was a confident woman. And this image of confidence was primarily fed by external validation, but gave me enough street credit to encourage other women to be confident within themselves too. Since then, I've realized that confidence is deeper than the energy that I give out and a lot to do with how I feel about who I am, what I'm doing with my life, my relationships, the way that I treat people, what I'm doing to uphold the mana of my tipuna how I apply myself with intention each day and how I'm fulfilling my purpose. No doubt as I grow and live, I will discover new ways to honor and build my confidence. But your confidence journey might look completely different to this and that's okay too. And don't get me wrong, I would be taking the total piss if I said I'm always confident all the time now. This morning my boyfriend and I were looking at a Wyata booklet in bed before we got up for the day and he was asking passionately that I sing him a song and I absolutely refused because I just feel shy sometimes despite the internal voice in my head telling me to get over it and just sing the song because he likes to hear me sing. Funnily enough that kid that was terrified of dogs still exists within me which is why I say confidence is a journey and I anticipate it is one that I will be on for many years to come. Only you know how confident you really are where that confidence or lack thereof comes from and what feeds it. 
the best advice I can offer here is to have an honest conversation with yourself about whether the confidence or the energy, whatever you want to call it, that you A, exude to the world around you and B, feel inside is the truest reflection of your authentic self. If not, then it's time to get to work. And don't let that put you off. The biggest job I will ever have is to work on me and I'm cool with it. The better your understanding of you, the greater your ability to create the life best suited for you. And that is the only life that you really want to be living. Would I say now that I am the independent, self-assured, confident woman that I wanted to grow up to be? Yes, I am. Because, and I can say this with certainty, I knew I fulfilled that ambition when I figured out who I was and what I stand for. I'm not going to give you a tick list of things that I think you should do to become more confident because it's actually really simple. Once you figure out who you are at your core and you start living by that, true confidence and not just the kind that appears to be the case, but true, authentic, genuine, deep confidence will flow and it'll flow in abundance. Trust me. Like I say, discovering self-confidence is a journey, but it really wasn't until I figured out who I was that I then became sure that I was heading in the right direction. On that note, I will love you and leave you. I hope you have an awesome day and as always, please do something today that makes you happy.